So good morning, everyone, if it's morning when you're listening to this, and um, welcome back to another Mutual Aid episode of the Professional Brotherhood Podcast. Thanks for joining me today. Um, As promised, today we are going to dive into commissioner's elections, fire district elections, and uh, this is a topic not often talked about. Um, not really sure why. It's not like it's some secret squirrel committee that nobody knows anything about. Um, but, but you don't hear typically a lot surrounding um, fire commissioners and fire districts until it is that time of year. And here in New York State, um, it happens to be that time of year. Uh, I am recording this on Tuesday, the 1st of December. Um, 1st of December. Where in the hell did this year go? Um, anyway, I'm recording this on the 1st of December and, uh, all across New York state a week from today on December 8th, uh, fire districts will be holding elections for fire commissioners. Now, for those of you unfamiliar with this process or what the, what the fire commissioners do, uh, the, the fire commissioners are the authority having jurisdiction in a fire district, right? And a fire district is a taxation district um, that is responsible for fire protection uh, within a township or or an area of the state. Okay, so um, it is an elected position. It is a position that is elected by the people of the fire district, okay, by the community. And um, they are the authority having jurisdiction over the fire department. Uh, they are responsible. They are the ones that are fiscally responsible to the taxpayers. Okay, uh, they are the employers of the firefighters, um, regardless of their volunteer or not. We are employees of the volunteer employees of the fire district, um, and they are essentially uh, the the group of individuals that uh, pay the bills. Um, make sure that the you know fire department is running or they should be making sure that the fire department is running in a professional manner um they are the ones that are responsible for the budget and spending and uh property and the building and uh, uh, the laundry list of things all right and and i'm missing stuff I'm sure somebody's going to send me a message that, you know, that I missed a few things. I, I absolutely did. Um, very big part of the fire service and a very big part of any organization that is a fire district, okay, are the fire commissioners. Now, like I said, the commissioners are elected by the uh, residents of said fire district. And typically... It's an election that just kind of floats under the radar. Um, not a lot of people usually come out and vote in fire district elections um, unless they have something to do with the fire department. So, so usually it's the firefighters, you know, maybe their family members, um, people that really pay attention to uh, the goings on in their area. But it's not, you know, it's not like a presidential election. It's not like a uh town councilman's race it's you know usually flies a bit 
more under the radar. And again, it's it's the second week in December, so it's you know, kind of an off time of year for, for most people who are thinking voting. Okay. Um, with that being said, anybody can run. Okay. Anybody can run. And there's there's a lot of different schools of thought on this, okay, as far as who makes a good fire commissioner. Now, typically, and I don't know what the percentage is, I don't know if these stats are even out there, I don't know what the percentage is of actual firefighters that are commissioners versus people that have nothing to do with the fire service and are commissioners. So... People that actually belong to the organization or did belong to the organization at one time, and maybe they're now just not active anymore, right? maybe they're a social member, an auxiliary member, a life member, versus people that have absolutely nothing to do with the fire service and they, and they run for a commissioner's spot. Okay. Remember what I said, these people are fiscally responsible to the taxpayers. So it's, it's a two-way street. Um, the value of having somebody that knows the fire service is that they know how we operate. They know where the money is spent. Um, they know what the firefighters need to do their job. Um, they know how to support the firefighters. All extremely, extremely important things. Versus somebody who comes in off the street and is solely thinking dollars and cents and taxation and finances, right, might not see that side of the coin, okay? But again, checks and balances aren't necessarily a bad thing. So I don't want to, I don't want this message to come across like I'm painting outsiders with a broad brush saying they're bad, that they're bad, they would be a bad addition, um, to a board of fire commissioners as a commissioner. That is not true, okay? Um, there are some very, very, very good people out there that are community-minded, right, that coming in from the outside bring a different perspective. And just because they're coming in from the outside doesn't mean that they're against the fire service, against the firefighters, and they're going to be uh, looking to do things that the firefighters will not be in favor of, right? Don't take it as that way at all, right? Because there's some very, very good people out there that, that come in from the outside and do a phenomenal, phenomenal job as fire commissioners. Now, on the other side of the fence, there are also people out there that come in for the sole reason of being, they have an ax to grind. Maybe they're a disgruntled member, all right? They used to be a member. They didn't, you know, something happened within the organization that, that, that they did not agree with. Um, basically, they have an axe to grind. I, I can't put it any better way than that, okay? And those folks, all right, my friends, those folks can be toxic to your organization. Absolutely toxic. Even if they are one vote on a five-person panel, they can still be toxic. Okay, because they're not like anything else, right? Like a like a fire chief, like a uh, any officer, like your president, like a rank and file firefighter. 
if they're not in it for the right reason, right? If they're not there for the right reason, they can absolutely be toxic. Okay. So the same goes for fire commissioner elections, right? Somebody that just tries to get in just because they have an ax to grind with the organization can really cause problems with the organization, right? And, and those people need to be outed, okay? They really do, right? I, you know, I don't know how you go about that. Maybe it's, you know, those of you um, that are out there in the community talking to people uh, need to let others know, hey, listen, you know, it, don't make it about the person. Don't make it about personalities, all right? Because people see right through that crap, all right? Make it about person A versus person B, right? What are person A's accomplishments? What does person A bring to the table, right? What, is, what has person A done for the community, done for the organization, uh, done uh, as a life in service versus person B who is coming in to grind it at, okay? Don't make it about the, the, the person themselves, but make it about their accomplishments. Make it about what they bring to the table. Make it about um, their obvious issue with the organization, right? Because the people want a thriving, positive, community-based organization. They don't want, they don't want more politics. They don't want a toxic organization with toxic government, right? They want a thriving professional organization, okay? So you gotta look at the big picture here, my friends. Not all outsiders are bad, okay? But some outsiders can be very, very bad. Now on the opposite side of the fence, not all life members or you know, longtime firefighters make great fire commissioners because you are also fiscally responsible to the taxpayers, right? You're not just responsible to your organization and to the firefighters and giving them everything that they want without question. You are also, you, you are also, you are also fiscally responsible to the taxpayers. So you need to be able to walk both sides of that line, right? And make decisions based on being able to walk both sides of that line. So as you can see, it's an extremely, extremely important position. Now, what what is the position? What is the position not? That didn't come out the way I wanted it to, by the way. All right. But what can fire commissioners not do? What do they have the right not to do? Okay. My friends, they are not fire chiefs. Fire commissioners are not fire chiefs. Okay. Their authority is essentially uh, once a month when they meet. Okay. Um, Fire commissioners do not have the right as individuals to show up on your fire scene and tell the chief, the assistant chief, the officers what to do and how to run their fire scene. OK, a good fire commissioner will not do that because they know that they know that they cannot do that. They know that they do not have the authority to do that. All right. They are not there to micromanage like me as the chief. I am not there to micromanage my assistants and my captain and my lieutenants, right? Sure, should I be offering assistance? Um, should I be uh, doing my best to help them grow, to help them be better officers, to help them move the organization forward? Yes, absolutely. But I'm not there to micromanage every single step of every job and every task that they're given. 
Same with the fire commissioners. The fire commissioners should have faith in their chief, in their elected chief, who's been elected by their organization. And they, as a group, have to accept as a chief officer. They need to vote on that person and accept them, right? If they have done that, they need to have faith in their fire chief, and they should not be micromanaging their fire chief. Okay. I, I listen, I don't, I don't go down the personal road very often, but I, uh, I, for the last three years as, as a chief in, in, uh, geez, uh, three, six, eight total years as a chief officer, um, have been extremely blessed with, with my fire commissioners. Um, they're a great group of individuals. Um, if you bring facts to the table, they will listen to you. They will listen to the facts. Uh, they will act on the facts. And, um, you know, I, I, I am extremely happy. And I, hopefully many of you listening to this have the same type of relationship. Okay. Um, but notice I said it, when I, when you bring in the facts, okay, um, if you're looking for something, if you're a chief officer or a buying, a purchasing committee, and you're bringing something to the fire commissioners um, for consideration for purchase, right? Facts are important, my friends. Data is important. Information is important. Banging your fist on the table and saying, we want this because doesn't work. It doesn't work. It's not going to work with any group. And if it works with a, a group of fire commissioners, well, then they're probably not the group that's being fiscally responsible and not doing their homework before before spending money on expenditures, right? But if you come in with facts and data and information on on on, on things and how to make your organization grow and how to benefit the organization, how to benefit the firefighters, um, you'll probably be successful in the things that you bring to your fire commissioners. So. You know, just a little something today. Uh, it, it's an important day in the service, right? Um, it, it's an important day to get out there, and it's an important day to support um, support your commissioners, support those that support you, all right? Because they're essentially supporting you. Um, you know, get information. If you have multiple people running, ask them what their platform is. Ask them why they're running. What made them get involved? Um, what are their ideas? How are they going to help the organization grow? Right? They're no different than any other officer that's elected, right? They, they, their goal should be to make the organization the best that it can be. All right. And it's okay to ask questions of those people. Hey, why are you doing this? Why are you getting involved? What, what prompted you to put your name in the hat? Okay. That's an okay question to ask. All right. And, you know, my biggest advice, if you know there's, toxic people out there that are getting in it for all the wrong reasons, do your best to keep those toxic people out. Out. Don't take that as just because they're an outsider, they're toxic, my friends. That does not, that's not what I'm saying. All right, rewind the episode, re-listen to it again. All right, all outsiders are not toxic. Some outsiders are good. Um, variety is good. Different, different points of view, good. These are all good things. Toxicity, negative people, people that are there just to shit on the organization, not good. People with an ax to grind, not good, okay? So get out there, 
do your homework, get out next week and support the candidate that you feel is the best for your organization and your community that you protect. Extremely important time here in the fire service, all right? Fire commissioner elections, all right? Hope you found a little value in today's episode. Um, share it, post it, um, leave a comment. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That would be awesome. Um, as always, love the feedback that we receive from all of you. Uh, keep it coming. And you can do that via email, professionalvff. That's professionalvff at gmail.com. Um, on the Instagram page, at professional.brotherhood. Facebook, at Chief Soller. And uh, please, my friends, keep that feedback coming. I love hearing from you. Um, I learn as much from you um, as, as hopefully you learn from, you know, these episodes and the people that we bring on these episodes. So thank you very much. Um, have a great week, have a great day, and uh, I will talk to you soon. Don't forget a paycheck does not make you a professional, how you approach the job does stay healthy and stay safe.